Welcome to the Gen X Photography Podcast. This is Mario Piper. I thank you for joining me on this third episode. Hopefully it'll be a little better than the last one. I thank you for listening to my episodes so far. And uh, that last one, I'm sorry if I offended anyone uh, about generations, because I know it's a, a bit of a broad brush stroke. Um, but just some of the observations that I've seen uh, with uh, interest in film photography. So anyways, enough of that. Uh, I figured this week I could talk uh, partly about um, something I learned uh, from the iPhone. And I touched on it with... Uh, my first episode and that is a single focal length and why I uh, find that to be uh, both fascinating and um, something that I enjoy. I started off with, uh, well, (laughs) if you go way, way back with, um, for me at least, uh, in the 90s with um, uh, single-use cameras and things like that. Of course, it was all uh, single focal length, but I just wasn't interested as much in photography, it um, wasn't my thing. But in the mid 2000s, uh, my wife and I were uh, anticipating going to India for a couple of months, and we wanted a camera to bring with us. So I bought a Panasonic Panasonic Lumix FZ20 uh, with a, I don't remember the focal length. Uh, but it was a super zoom camera, so you know, uh, 20x, 15, 20x, or whatever. And uh, I thought that that was the, <laughs> the best thing ever. Um, I used that camera for quite a while, enjoyed it, I really did enjoy it. Um, I had a little bit of a sensor issue where some, some of the pixel sites started to uh, just show as a blue sensor, or blue pixel instead of a the actual uh, pixelated part of the image. Um, so I got rid of it and got a, a LX3 because I like the design of it. Uh, Panasonic, Panasonic LX3. Um, but anyways, both of those were zoom cameras. And I... That's all I uh, could think of. I, I, I didn't think that there was anything other than a zoom camera. And I tried to, <laughs> t- tried to justify the Lumix LX3, which had a, a shorter zoom range coming from that super zoom camera. I tried to justify it by saying, well, it's a larger sensor size, so I can crop uh, the sensor for, you know, a digital type zoom. Back in the d- digital days, you know. <laughs> um, well, it, it, I went along with that, went along with that, um, and I got a, uh, uh, or not I got, I saw one morning before work, the, um, it was in 2011, and it was uh, the Fujifilm X100, I saw a little blurb, I was on the computer just looking on, it might have been DP Review or something like that, and I saw that camera and I was like oh my goodness that is beautiful beautiful that's that's when I bought the uh, LX3 they called it a rangefinder-esque camera and I didn't know what rangefinder was um 
but then I saw the uh, Fuji X100 and I thought, oh my goodness, that is what I have been wanting. And it talked about having a fixed lens and I was like, I don't know. I just don't know. On the one hand, I thought, well, it doesn't have any zoom capabilities, so I don't know how useful that's going to be. It made me a little bit nervous for some reason. But on the other hand, I kept reading that having a fixed focal length frees you up for more creative, a more creative approach to photography. Well, it was <laughs> too expensive for me anyway, so I just shelved it as a dream camera and got its little brother, the Fujifilm X10, uh, that had a, a moderate zoom. It was a, a nice zoom mechanism. Uh, you zoomed with the actual lens. You turned a, a ring on the lens and that zoomed in the camera. It also happened to turn on the camera, which was uh, unique and I, quite, I think quite a fascinating uh, <laughs> approach to, to, to camera making. Um, anyways, I uh, eventually sold that. Um, I kind of got out of photography and just used my phone for a while. And the phone, strangely enough, was the camera, and yes, I'll say it's a camera, that has actually given me some decent results for what it is, you know. The phone <laughs> taught me what a single focal length is. And again, I touched on it a little bit. Um, on my first episode, but again, when you use your phone, unless you pinch and zoom, you're going to get just the image that you're that the the uh, lens is seeing, uh, which I believe is a 23 millimeter, 20 millimeter. I'm not sure what the iPhone uh, uh, focal length is. Um, if you pinch and zoom, you're going to get a really cruddy photo. Um, so why bother with that? Just take the photo <laughs> as it is, and you can get some decent results out of the iPhone, uh, surprisingly. Um, I might touch on that on a later episode. But what that really got me used to, without me even thinking about it, was just taking the photo and dealing with the focal length as it was. It was, in a sense, kind of, kind of liberating kind of liberating and I did that for a couple of years um but then I got the itch well actually you know what happened was I I took the I I uh, had the phone and my my uh, wife and kids and I went on a three-week trip out west and I knew I wanted a proper camera so I bought a camera that I already had and sold I've gone through a lot of cameras it was a Canon S90 S95 little point and shoot with a relatively decent sized uh, lens and manual control. It was a really nice camera. Um, and I got better quality photos out of that than my iPhone, uh, to be sure. But anyways, uh, I finally got the gumption to get that camera that I that was on the back of my mind for all those years, that Fujifilm X100. And oh, what a lovely camera that was. I, I love the simplicity of that camera. It is, in a digital way, it is exactly like my Minolta SRT 101 
I'm not the same because it's it's a, a viewfinder camera, not an SLR. But as far as the manual controls, all using exter- external dials, I love that. And that fixed focal length led me to <laughs> purchase prime lenses versus zoom lenses, which there's nothing wrong with a zoom lens. Again, I've, I've used zoom lenses on my previous uh, digital cameras. Uh, but prime lenses, man, they, they uh, I don't want to say they liberate you, but in a sense they do because you don't have to think about that. You just, you get the image that you get, especially if you're using an SLR where you, you can actually see the image that you're going to get. You, uh, you, you know exactly what you're going to get. You know the, the uh, f-stop because there's not that zoom uh compensation that happens um or you know the difference in the uh the aperture the f-stop there's not that uh difference uh because you're you have a fixed focal length and i love that i really 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 love that so that fujifilm x100 with a a 23 millimeter or i guess a, a 35 millimeter equivalent uh lens and that's it it it's a beautiful camera uh if I wasn't so darn in love with the uh, film and the imperfection and character that film has, just using that that camera is a joy. I, I love the X100, and I keep seeing rumors of the X1, X100V, and if it has a, a screen like the X-Pro3 where you don't actually see the screen, that will add a ton of appeal because I tell you what, the, the images that I got out of the X100, I, I, I love them. I really, really love those images. Got some nice images of the West, kids, my daughter, my son, my cat, both my cats, flowers, all, you know, all kinds of things. But anyways, back to fixed focal lengths. Um, I suggest to anyone who's interested in photography try getting a camera that just has a fixed focal length and if you start off with just a disposable camera you know pick one up there's no zoom capabilities with those pick one up send in the film for development or if you're adventurous start developing your own film which we'll talk about in a later episode um you know if that's if that's something you're interested go get a a a disposable camera and and just see what that, you know, that fixed focal length is, or continue using your iPhone, uh, and with the thought that you're actually not zooming in with your photos. Don't pinch and zoom. Um, and if you're really into film photography, uh, just getting into it, uh, try buying just a typical uh, standard focal length. Uh, one of the common focal lengths that's uh, uh, one that's common for film is, or at least 35 millimeter film, is uh, a 50 millimeter lens. And let's say for my Minolta SRT 101, uh, a 50 millimeter f 1.4 lens isn't really that expensive. It was less than a hundred dollars um, for a very, very nicely. Uh, kept lens f1.4 these are 
apertures that I was dreaming of <laughs> when all I had was f2.8, possibly f2, but down to f1.4, it was, it's, uh, it's quite amazing what some of these old lenses, what they're capable of. So yeah, 50, 50 millimeter, uh, f1.4, uh, f1.7, 1. Um, or 2.0, 2.0, 2.8, what, you know, whatever the aperture you're looking for. But you, you, if you start off with something that's fairly cheap, and that's a 50 millimeter lens, um, it can open up the world to you. They say that 50 millimeter lenses give you kind of the image that your eyes see. It's like the, the focal length that your eyes see, or focal distance that your eyes see. I've also heard that said about 35 millimeter lenses. So I'm not sure who to believe, but I do love the 35 millimeter lens on the, uh, or you know, the equivalent lens on the X100. Um, or get yourself a, a, a wide angle lens, a 28 millimeter or wider, and enjoy the, the results that come from the photos with that, that vantage point. Conversely, if you really love telephoto, which I'm not, I'm not a big telephoto person. Uh, maybe someday. I know uh, coming up in a couple years I will be with the uh, two eclipses coming up. But um, as far as telephoto lenses, uh, you know, you can find all those on on various sites as well, eBay and uh, Craigslist or whatever. But yeah, single thing, uh, focal length lenses. Uh, we don't zoom with our eyes. We just see the world with a single focal length. And so if we think about that with our cameras it it really can kind of free us up to just enjoy the enjoy the uh the act of taking a photo but that's about all i have to say i've rambled on long enough for uh for this uh subject so anyways thank you so much for listening and um i hope to continue to improve this podcast uh keep shooting some film and keep that film alive. Film is not dead. It's very much alive. And I tell you what, the more I shoot film, the more in love I am with it. And like I said, that Fujifilm X100, the camera that I dreamed of so for so long, I had less than a year and sold it because it led me straight to film. Film is where it's at at least in my humble opinion. <laughs> Anyways, thanks so much for listening and have a wonderful day.